You're listening to the Fantasy Wrestling Draft Show. In this show, we cover different topics in different areas of professional wrestling, and we have a draft about it. Each person reveals their picks and why they chose the way they chose at random, and then you, the fans, get to pick the winner and help us see who is the Fantasy Wrestling Champion. Our panel of experts includes former wrestlers past and present, and even some people inside the wrestling business as well. But introducing now, your host of the Fantasy Wrestling Draft Show. He is the Appalachian Dream, he is Kentucky's best export, and he is one of the most charismatic wrestlers in and out of the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, your host of this panel, the one and only Casey King. Hello and welcome to the greatest professional wrestling fantasy draft to ever live. I am Casey King. I am the Appalachian Dream, but most importantly, I have been a fan of professional wrestling for over 16 years, and I am bringing my love of sports entertainment to the world of podcasting. Now, this is not your typical wrestling podcast. Here, we combine fantasy sports drafting with professional wrestling and compete against one another to build the greatest teams we possibly can. And this week, we are going to pay tribute to the big men of professional wrestling, the Giants, if you will. And joining me, as always, is the producer of the show, Mr. Nathan Bush. Nathan, how are you doing today, sir? Doing great. Welcome aboard, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the show, as I am one of the uh, defending champions from Episode 3. I like to to brag about that, where I did finally pick up a win here in this, uh, this wonderful escapade that we have undertaken. I uh, when, when the intro was playing, I I just uh, I was thinking about Blake telling you that he wanted to fucking strangle you when you said Yokozuna, and I was cracking oh, up. Oh son of a bitch! I had, to, I had to find a microphone, <laughs> and I, I I thankfully got it all out before before we started. But uh, returning this week uh, to his third draft, Mr. Josh Brown. How are you, Josh? I'm doing fine, Mr. King. How are you doing? It's good to be I back. Good. It's good to have you back, buddy. The uh, the next contestant returning this week, he is Canadian. He is Tim. He is Canadian Tim. Tim, always yes, a pleasure. Sir. How are you? I'm well and happy. Hold on. Everybody stand up. Hats off. Wow. Somebody saw the somebody saw the queen. What happened there? So, so you're good, Tim? Or is that is this just what happens when you? Yeah, oh yeah. You hear the anthem around here. You start looking for royalty because it's the only time we play it. We're not like you guys. Uh, everything's well. In, everything's well in Canada. Uh, I'm proud to make my second appearance, and uh, happy I didn't pick Yokozuna in my first appearance. <laughs> I'm happy you didn't do that as well. Uh, but we have a new drafter this week, and uh, Blake, if you go ahead and take your headphones out for a second, because I'm going to compliment you. Uh, one of the most talented big men in uh, in local wrestling around me, uh, the Chimera, or Chimera. I I fucked that up. I asked you how to do it before we started recording, and I still fucked it up. I feel like you did it on Damn. purpose. I did not. <laughs> you can't give me a compliment Mr. and get my name right. <laughs> Mr. Blake Hall, how are you, Blake? 
Hey, pal. I'm doing good. I feel good. Just woke up. I had about 10 minutes to prepare for this shit, so, uh... I'm not... If I do pick Yokozuna, don't make fun of me in this particular draft. No, this this draft is acceptable. Yeah. Hear that, Nathan? This one's good. I hate all of you. (laughs) Do you understand how awful Yokozuna was as a pick? Apparently not. I'm sticking with the pick. Like, anyone I th- I think else. You, I think you just panicked and you were like, uh, Yokozuna, Yokozuna, that's my pick. But you, you played it off cool, and I'm going to give you that. That's but true. it was horrible. You were kidding the entire time. You fake it till you make it. <laughs> anyway. anyway. <laughs> we're drafting the best big men this week, and Mr. Blake Hall chose the draft order. Drafting in the one spot, and this should be interesting. Uh, Canadian Tim has the first pick, uh, followed by Josh Brown, and then Blake Hall Jackson in the third spot, and Nathan Bush rounding it out with the fourth pick in the first round. And, of course, it is a snake draft, so we'll wrap back around with Nathan having the first pick in round two, so forth and so on. But it's Memorial Day. We are doing a special recording because Blake Hall wanted to be on the show, and I want to get to a cookout. So, Mr. Nathan Bush, let's go ahead and get this draft started. All right. I just spent a minute looking for my phone. But I realize I have it in my hand looking at a list of the best big men. <laughs> I was freaking out for a second. Probably got the same one I got. Okay. Canadian Tim, you yeah. have the first pick in the entire draft. Best big men. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a lot of pressure here. I'm feeling a lot of pressure because I thought it was a, a slam dunk. Until I watched that YouTube video, and now I really want to pick Blake Hall. But I don't okay. think that's allowed because he's uh, participating in the draft. I'm so, picking me, so you better. I'm, I'm going with my <laughs> second pick. Uh, for my first pick, I will begrudgingly take Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant, great pick. He, mm. I did not have him number number one in my draft, but he was number two, and I wasn't sure who was going to go number one between those those two, but I mean Andre's the man. Uh, he's he's another one that transcended wrestling and went into pop culture with the Princess Pride, and uh, what was it, the Six Million Dollar Man as well. Uh, he's it's Andre the fucking giant. It's in his name. He's the giant. He's he's the like he's the big man. But Tim, uh, why don't you why don't you talk everyone else into this pick? Andre the giant taking first talk overall. Talk them into the pick. <laughs> What? Okay, well, yeah. you mean you mean explain to Nate why Andre the Giant is a good pick for big men, all right? Nate, Andre, yeah. tall, wide, <laughs> strong. <laughs> Andre, <laughs> good. Andre, good, Nate. Okay, Josh, he, he can, Josh do you have he, anything he can, to say about Andre the he Giant? He can also jump. <laughs> <laughs> he was a wide man that could jump. Ha ha, cheap plug. I want a cheap pop Nick Foley thing there's what I want. Um, yeah. Right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, yeah, not in Pittsburgh, but 
regardless. Let's pretend we're in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania right here in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I mean, that's Andre, you know, it's it's 1A, 1B, 1B here in just a second. Um, <laughs> I can't. I got to beat myself. He's got, he's, got, he's got me daggone plum tickled with the... Uh, Oh, yeah, on Nathan's thing here that he's been oh, doing. Okay. Everybody says, hey, uh, ha, ha, I've been fun. You know, I honestly thought you were going to pick Yokozuna at number one, but, you know, that's a good thing. Um, but, no, it's Andre. I mean, what can you say about it? The eighth wonder of the world? Uh, I mean, they, they, it, wasn't, it wasn't just a name with Andre. Uh, and he could work. He was a great worker. I mean, just go back and watch some of his stuff in the 80s if you don't believe it. I mean, I, I mean, I would have picked, I would have picked Yokozuna, but I didn't want to Raider my draft right from the get go. Like, oh, do you have anything to say about a hundred the giant deer taking number one? Please talk so I can quit laughing. Andre the giant man, frick, fuck, dude. He is the epitome of a big guy. There is a battle royal named after him because he's such a big guy. Uh, I think he won the WWF World Heavyweight Championship one time, but, you know, that pales in comparison to the legacy that he left behind him. Uh, me, along with all the other wrestlers that I know in the local scene, have all watched tape on him just to see how to work against such a big guy, how to work as such a big guy, even though I'm not that big. But I still take mannerisms away from the stuff he does, and, there's so much to learn from just watching the way he moves, the way he acts, the facial expressions. Like he, He's everything you want in a big guy. Yes, he is. Uh, are we supposed to be watching tape as wrestlers? Is that supposed to, something um, we're supposed to be doing? <laughs> Me and you going to have to have a talk. <laughs> okay. Okay, we'll talk after. We'll talk after. Yeah, yeah, Nathan yeah, yeah. Bush, what do you have to say about Andre the Giant taking number one? Well, uh, to quote Josh Brown, uh, he's good. Uh, no, <laughs> seriously, Andre was... Uh, that wasn't me that said that last time. Bullshit. <laughs> that was Jack Dyer. A.K.A. Yeah. Black Hall Light. Black Hall Andre was the eighth wonder of the world. He got that nickname for a reason. And he was a guy who, you know, Blake mentioned he didn't have the title. He only had the title one time, and he had it for like 35 seconds before he sold it to Ted DiBiase. But... Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> Andre was Andre was a guy who would come into your territory back in the territory days. He'd get a huge house out of him, and he he wouldn't lose. Like he he never lost. He was one of those attractions that would come in, but he would pop your houses. He would get people out just because of who he was. He was well known throughout the world, and Andre was uh he was just one of those guys. He didn't need a title. He you put Andre the Giant on the card, boom, instant sellout at your territory. So. Hard to argue that pick, so Andre, good pick, Tim. Chief, thank you. I got uh, I got one more thing about Andre that I forgot. Uh, the WWF Hall of Fame was created in 1993 when he passed away to inaugurate him, and he was the only person in that class. So I think that says a lot yeah. for how much respect they had for him. It it does. It speaks volumes to to what McMahon thought of him and what uh, all of his colleagues thought of him. Uh, Nate, you said that he he would never lose in the territory. That's because he never came to ASW and faced uh, Casey King. Um, Josh Brown, you have Ooh. the second. This is true. You have the second pick in round one. Andre the Giant oh. was taken off the board. 
Who are you taking with the number two selection? I'm taking the Yeti. That's a joke. The Undertaker, <laughs> no. of course. The Undertaker, all right. The Undertaker also I mean, taken in round one of our greatest stars of the 90s, Jeff, Josh, go ahead, and... I, I mean, what can you say about The Undertaker? He was the man, the myth, the legend. He was the He's arguably the greatest gimmick of all time, but he was actually a guy that could go in and he could work a five-star match. You don't believe that? Go watch him and Shawn Michaels at 25. Go watch him and Shawn Michaels in 26. Go watch the first Hell in a Cell match. Go watch all these matches that he was innovating with people like Mick Foley and Austin and Shawn Michaels. And he had a great match with Bret Hart at SummerSlam and one night only. The guy could go in there and hang with everyone and be in seven feet tall. And, and he could leap over the top rope. He could leap from the top rope to the announce tables at SummerSlam in 98. The guy was just athletic and agile. And what Andre had with um, the mystique, Taker had in a gimmick, but could go in there and make everyone look good at the same time making himself look good. And he could get good matches out of these other big guys. Yeah, we cannot forget the classic at WrestleMania 9. Um, I'm not even going to I don't even have to tell you who his <laughs> opponent was. You already know who it was. Uh, classic. <laughs> Probably the greatest match in WrestleMania history. Uh, definitely the greatest match in streak history. Uh, WrestleMania 9. So don't forget to check that out. Uh, Blake Hall, do you have anything to say about The Undertaker taking number two off the board? Uh, well, I mean, I expected him to go one. Honestly, I had him one on my list. I did too. If I'm, I did if too. I'm being real. Because everybody knows who The Undertaker is. I, everybody knows who Andre is as well. But... The Undertaker is synonymous with WrestleMania. WrestleMania is one of the biggest events in sports entertainment. It's I, he's 24 and two at WrestleMania. He's only lost to Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, and I mean those are two of the biggest stars WWE's ever going to have, whether you like it or not. Uh, seven-time WWE champion, won the Royal Rumble in 2007. I have been on Wikipedia. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's a great first round pick. Yeah, absolutely. And getting him uh, with the second pick is—I mean, it's only the second pick, but that's that's a steal. He should have went number one, but Canadian Tim took Andre the Giant, which you can't you can't hate on that either. But no, uh, Nathan Bush, the yeah. Undertaker, is an example of a good pick. What do you have to say <laughs> about it? You know, the week after that show, I fucking won. I don't know if you guys remember that, but anyway. Uh, oh, you mean when I wasn't drafting? Yeah. yeah. When I wasn't drafting? Yeah. You don't want to draft. But anyway. I don't. Right. The, Undertaker, the Undertaker was a great pick there. Uh, he was one of the greatest to ever do it. And to this day, we'll always remember him. Of course, the streak was great. And in our opinion... The Undertaker, um, you can't go wrong with that pick. So, Taker, solid pick. Canadian Tim, do you have anything else to say about The Undertaker? Can't really argue about a guy who, at, what is he, 54, I believe, uh, can't really move anywhere near as good as he once did, and yet people still want to pay big money to see him, i.e. the our friends over in Saudi Arabia who are coughing up God knows how many millions of dollars to watch that guy go do a one spot, which to me is just insane. Yeah. So Yeah. For sure. He, he's fun. not only 
Yeah, his punches are great. He's one of the best strikers in, in wrestling history. I like his kicks. And too. he got some good kicks. He got some good kicks. And the choke <laughs> slam. Yeah, the choke slam is good too. I like and that the last one. Stride. He does, where he turns him upside down and he's kind of drops to his knees. I remember the oh. name of it. The pedigree. Yeah, uh, a very, un, a very. I know you guys are kind of joking here, but a very underrated move that he does is that running DDT that he does coming off the ropes. I think that move is awesome. Oh yeah, that's great. Oh, it is really and good. I really like old school as well. I, I love that. Should also not leave out the fact that any guy that is married to Michelle McCool has got some points in my book. Oh, All right. I'll throw that no, in there. Not just one of the best big men of all time, but one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time, period, is The Undertaker, taken with the second selection overall in round one. Uh, Blake Hall, you chose yourself to go third in the first round. I hope you had some strategy going into it, because third is the one spot I don't like drafting. But you're, you're a smarter man than I. So round one, third pick overall, Blake Hall, who are you going to take? Well, you see, what I've done is I've done countless mock drafts, and third is the best spot for me based on the talent pool that we're choosing from. Having said that, I choose Baron Corbin. Play his music. What? Is that is that real? No, I just want to piss Nathan off. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I, was actually, I was actually searching for the loser horn on my soundboard, so good job. <laughs> uh, let's go Brock Lesnar, boys. Brock Lesnar. All righty, great pick. He, he, he is one that I wasn't sure was going to get taken or not because the, the way I explained uh, big men in this draft is you could use your own judgment. Muscle, height, weight. Uh, Brock Lesnar, obviously a giant, huge, freak of nature. Blake, go ahead and speak on that pick. Uh, he's not exactly the biggest guy. I think he's 6'2". I think he's 2'8". Because he stays right around the weight that you need to be to be in UFC heavyweight class. Um, but now he doesn't have to worry about that. Anyway, point is, he's not the biggest guy, but the way he handles big guys. Go back and watch him versus Big Show, man. Like, Go back and watch him versus, uh, oh my God, anybody from the past year. The way he wrestles, he is a big dude. Like... If you say you can't learn anything from watching him as a big guy, you're a liar. He's former UFC heavyweight champion. I think he defended it twice. I had it written down. I promise I just remember that. He, he uh, successfully defended it twice. Four-time WWE champion. Two-time universal champion. You can group those together and say six-time WWE champion. 2002 King of the Ring. 2003 Royal Rumble. 2019 Money in the Bank. Even though you don't like it. He's probably going to get that strap again, boys. He's Probably real, so. I, I love Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar versus Cut Angle, one of the, the biggest feuds in my childhood growing up. Uh, the oh, Iron yeah. Man match was fantastic. Yeah, the, the match of Mania 19 was great. Um, my favorite my favorite match was him versus Eddie at uh, No Way at 2004. It's not the best match he ever had, but it, it, it was my personal favorite. Uh, but Brock Lesnar, like I yeah, he, he's a freak of nature. He's definitely a big guy. Uh, Nathan Bush, do you have anything to say about Brock Lesnar being taken in the first round? Uh, it's a pretty good strategy because I was actually leaning that way myself, Blake, so that's a good choice there. Uh, Brock Lesnar is everything he says he is. He's a beast. 
Um, nobody, and he's believable. That's that's the thing that people. That, that's the best part about being a big guy is you got to be believable. There's nobody that doesn't believe Brock Lesnar can't just take whoever he wants and destroy them with his bare hands. Uh, so Brock Lesnar is a guy who I completely understand the pick. And while I'm not, yeah, you know, I like Lesnar, but not as the champion, if that makes sense. But it's getting heat. And I, again, you were right. Didn't like the money in the bank decision, but Lesnar is, uh, you can't deny that he's over. He's very over. So that's a solid number one pick. Canadian Tim, do you have anything to say about Brock Lesnar? Brock Lesnar, the, probably the one guy I have to think is that is, in real life is as close to his gimmick because he is one snarly bastard. He lives up here in Canada when he's not uh, rattling, and he really, from all reports, really is a dick. <laughs> now, maybe that, and it works for him because in the ring, that's what they want him to be. But, uh, yeah, can't argue with the pick, though. So, He's definitely over. No two ways around that. See, I thought The Undertaker was pretty close to his gimmick in real life. But uh, Josh Brown. <laughs> Brock he died. The Beast Incarnate. What do you have to say about him? Being Speaking of Undertaker and Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar almost killed The Undertaker, but we won't talk about that. Um, I, I mean, it's a good pick. I didn't even have Brock Lesnar on my list because I don't find the guy entertaining at all. Um, I, he, he has like X-Pac heat with me where I just want to turn the uh, television off when he comes on, but, uh, it's a good pick. Don't get me wrong. Um, I mean, he's a, he's a big man and he's beast. He's everything he says he is. Um, and he'll, he'll whip anybody pretty much. So, I mean, it's, his character's believable. Like, like Blake said, he was UFC champion and he can get it done, but I'm just not, I'm not a fan of the guy. Never have been. It's because he broke the streak, right? Yoko's Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Nathan Bush, you have the last yeah. uh, pick, round one. Brock Lesnar was just taken off the board. Who are you going to take with your first pick of back-to-back? I'll take Yokozuna. That doesn't even sound like oh, me. Yokozuna, uh, okay. Yokozuna so, off so, the board. So, so Nathan, Nathan takes Yokozuna number one. <laughs> For his for his for his team. I will shut this show down. <laughs> Nathan, uh, who are you gonna take? I will take with my first pick, the big red machine, Kane, as my number one overall pick. Uh I think Kane is fantastic. He was always ever since his debut, he's made a lasting impact. Uh and I'm taking Kane, not Isaac Yankum DDS or fake diesel. Uh, I'm taking Kane. So that character to me was always always one of my favorite characters. Uh, He was big. He could move. He could come off the top rope. And uh, a lot of people don't remember, but the dude is seven feet tall, and he came off the top of a cage against X-Pac in a cage match. And that was a spot to me that was very memorable uh, for him. And then some of the stuff he did once he unmasked, uh, the matches with Shane McMahon, the ambulance match was always great. He had a great run as the world champion. He had solid matches with The Undertaker. And Kane was always fun to watch. He could do tag team wrestling. He could do it all. So uh, I'm going to go with Kane with my first pick on my back-to-back here. The mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, one of my favorites growing up. Uh, nicest guy you ever meet in person. He great really is. Nathan. 
great pick. Uh, way to not fuck it up. I appreciate that. Uh, Blake um, Hall, do you have anything to say about Kane being taken in round one? Um, if I'm being honest, I didn't have him in my top five, but I mean, it's not a bad pick. I like it a lot. Good counterpart pick. Yeah, that's right. I know, but I know what's coming next too because you got back to back picks. <laughs> yeah, we we all know what's coming next. Yeah, <laughs> uh, do you have anything? Okay. What? Oh no, hey, go ahead, Blake. Go ahead. No, I didn't have anything else. Sorry. Josh Brown. Um. Well, I mean, Yokozuna was great. Um. No. Um. Seriously, okay. Uh, Kane was another one of those guys that was like. He wasn't as agile as Taker, but he could move. He was quick. Um, I, fought, I can recall moments when he would jump flat-footed from the ring to the top rope um, to do like a clothesline with a guy draped over the over the top rope, and that always that always impressed me. Like a guy that was even taller than Undertaker could jump flat-footed to the top rope like it was nothing. Um, made an impact as soon as he showed up. Um, again with big men. Um, made a huge impact when he showed up, and he stayed constant ever since he got, uh, since he's been there uh, since '97. So, I mean, it's anybody in this top this top four has been has been a good pick. So, it's it's arguable who the best big man is of at least top four. You said he's not quite as agile as the Undertaker. I disagree. I think he's just as agile as the Undertaker is whenever he he wants to showcase it. Um, I, I'm. I'm my mind's going back to him on pushes, uh another person I'm sure we'll talk about another on this list. Uh, they just chain wrestled for like 15 minutes. Do you all remember this match on Raw? I I'm do. not going to name who. They just chain wrestled like 50. They were doing kip-ups and all kinds of shit. It was amazing. Yeah, it was. So, uh, we'll talk about that more when we, when we get to the other guy that I'm sure we'll get to. Uh, Canadian Tim, do you have anything to say about the monster Kane? Well, you know... I'm a, quite a bit older than you guys. For me, Kane really doesn't uh, he doesn't register in my top ten big dudes. Um, I don't mind the pick, but uh, I just uh, yeah, I kind of thought it's like a lot of things Nate does is a tad bit premature. <laughs> oh no! Shot uh, Well, let's see. Let's see if he can continues that trend with his back to back pick. Bush pick around two. Nathan Bush, who are you gonna take? I'm going to take Tim Dombrova's mom. No, nah, I'm kidding. Uh, you met uh, my mom? I didn't know big that. Big <laughs> Get in line. I am, with this pick, I'm going to shock the world. The shock And man. take the big show. With my yeah, is that, is that such a shock, though? No, because the Big Show, to me, with his longevity of his career, he has has been there for so long. He was world champion a few times. And if you go back and watch this guy back in 96, 97, the dude was dropping elbows off the top rope. Um, he was just amazing to watch. So big. Yeah, no, mind, big <laughs> But as big as he was, he's seven foot tall, legit, and he could just do so much and has such great power and strength and was a great guy, a great character, could be funny when needed to be, 
Uh, Crossover has done some movies. Captain Insano shows no mercy. Uh, so Big Show is one of those guys who, to me, is just an all-around fantastic performer and was a great worker. And when I think big guys, he's one of the first guys that pops in my head. So I'm going to go with Big Show on my back-to-back pick. Great pick. That is the uh, individual I was referring to with Kane. They had a match on Raw, I think it was 2005, where they just chain wrestled the entire time, and it was beautiful. And I think the finish was like an unprotected chair shot to the head. So, <laughs> all right. what, what more can you say? The Big Show is, is, is great. Uh, he won the WCW World Championship in his first match ever in professional wrestling. First match ever. That's crazy. I have offered to do many things for a title run, and I have not gotten them, but he gets it in the first <laughs> one. If you, sir, if Big Show wore a fanny pack, he would be the greatest of all time, so don't let, don't fret. That's, that's right. Josh Brown, the Big Show was taken with the first selection in round two. What do you have to say about it? Well, I believe Big Show is still the only guy to hold the WWE, WCW, and ECW title. Is that correct? Yeah. I believe. Right. I believe he's still the only person to hold all three major titles in every major promotion. Um, uh, if Ezekiel right. Jackson was close, if he if he had had a couple <laughs> more years. Oh. And if WCW still would have been a thing. Yeah. If he had just had a couple more years, he would have had it, man. And but, but uh, <laughs> he's the only one. But yeah, but, I mean. It's Big Show. What can you say? Like he's another guy that once you see, you see him, you're in awe by him when he, uh, when he shows up. I'll never forget the first time I ever watched him at a house show against, I believe it was Triple H, and it was a street fight in Charleston. And when he come out, I was like, yeah, he's big on TV. And then he comes out, and you're just like, yep, he's just as big. Like, and he, and he's a real sweet guy too. Um, me and Nathan had the privilege to meet him in Phoenix a few years back, and he was just—he was a really, really nice dude. So I, I can't say anything bad about Big Show. Does he still chain smoke like a chimney? He didn't smoke when we saw him. But that—that's if he does, that's so impressive to me that he's that big, and he chain smokes. Because I've heard stories that he—he he, he chain smokes like, like crazy. But uh, maybe, maybe I'm I'm missing. You might be right. I, I don't know. Uh, Blake Hall, the Big Show. What say you? Big Show is one of those guys, man. Uh, everybody knows who he is. Whether you know him as the Giant or the Big Show, Paul Watt, whatever. Everybody knows who the Big Show is. Uh, he's been in movies. Uh, the Water Boy, my favorite appearance, as Captain Insano. He shows no mercy. Um, I would like to point out that that's that's a great. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot all about that. So thank you. Did nobody now hear you got me something to do. <laughs> no, I didn't hear you. I was completely tuned out. Did you pick the big show, mate? <laughs> I quit. I would like to point out, on a side note, that Nathan's back-to-back picks, the Big Show and Kane, were a tag team. Correct? Yes, they were. And they lost the World Tag Team Championships to the Spirit Squad. Oh, you know, the Spirit Squad is better than than Nathan's first two picks. Sweet baby Jesus, that's thank you, thank you, because we worked hard that night to beat Kane in the Big Show. Uh, you know, there's a lot of teamwork. 
Um, if y'all don't know, I was in the field. I was in the field. I teamed with Kenny Dykstra. Kenny Doan. Uh, it was me and him. We teamed up. Uh, I was in the field squad. So, technically, I'm former WWE Tag Team Champion. I'm going to raise my booking fee. Yeah, you can just you can just put ass scene on WWE TV beside, beside my name on the poster. But yeah, they used to kill the field squad all the time on TV. It was incredible. He had six and seven like crazy for both of them. It was awesome. But uh, who, who haven't I asked? That's everyone. Tim. Tim, what's up, man? What do you think of the big show? Big show. Can't argue that pick. I really like to because Nate made it, but I can't. Um, the only thing I like to add about the big show is think about what how much higher a pick he would have been if he would have ever been booked as a real beast in WWE. Yeah, they they, they tried a few times they gave up pretty quickly on all of them. Like, yeah, 2003 when he uh, threw Kurt Angle off the, the scaffold where Toy Wilson watched. Um, and he's flipping Jeeps and all shit, all kinds of shit. But they they usually give up on it. And, and turn him back into a lovable loser that all the kids can. Yeah, he did a lot I of guess. he did a lot of job in there the last few years when it was just like this is ridiculous booking. But I guess it was. Good. But doesn't doesn't that show thing. how great of a, doesn't that show how great of a pro he is though to do that? And look at the shape he got in there towards the end of his run. Dude had abs. It was ridiculous. Yeah. The guy his size. Also, we we need to point out that even though the match wasn't good. They put enough faith in Big Show to try and get a good program out of Floyd Mayweather with him. And Aki Bono. It's true. That match and he was lost. Good. Stop. And it. he lost. That match was good. <laughs> um, what, actually, uh, I'd like to chime in here. May I, please? Yes. One, one more thing. Uh, my sources are also telling me that Big Show and Kane lost the titles later on, 2011, to David Otunga and Michael McGillicuddy. Get off Wikipedia, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him the I live his life, Mr. Yoko Suna. Nice picks, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I give you a pat on the back. Blake Hall. Oh, Blake Hall, you have your next pick. You took Brock Lesnar in round one. Who are you going to take in round two? Yeah, who are you going to take, Blake? Can't wait. Well, let's uh, let's go with somebody who won't job to little vanilla midgets. Uh, Bruiser Brody. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bruce Brody, great pick. He was taken number one in our uh, greatest wrestlers never signed the WWE draft. He was taken number one overall uh, by Blake Hall 2.0. Uh, great pick. Uh, Blake, you can go ahead and, and uh, talk about Bruce Brody taking round two. Uh, well, he was all over the All Japan pro wrestling scene. I believe he was, uh, I don't actually have this written down. I, I think he was in a tag team with Vader, maybe? Or Stan Hansen? I don't remember. Uh, it's one of the two. Uh, yeah, I think it was Stan Hansen, but they were all over the All Japan circuit, as well as him being very prominent in the Southern United States independent scene. Uh, my whole thing about him, the reason I pick him so high, is that he's six foot eight, three hundred pounds, you know, roughly, and he was known in the Indies for refusing to job because he wanted to protect his size. And I think that's something that needed to be done. Someone had to step up and say, hey, I'm too big to be doing this shit, dude. Like, without him, I'd be getting clothes on every match and I couldn't say anything about it. Well, if Chris Cannon's in there, you're going to fucking blue thunderbombed every match. Uh, we ain't going to talk on. about that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Moving on. Nathan Bush, what, do you, what say you about Bruiser Brody? Uh, I, all joking aside, I really do like the pick. Bruiser Brody was great. I uh, can't get mad about that. And uh, he did refuse the job a lot of times. He refused to sell for Lex Luger in a cage match, and uh, Luger just kind of left. So that was that. But Brody was pretty fantastic um, and a legend in, in the sport. So, Blake Hall, as much as I'd love to give you crap and go back on Wikipedia and find some things Brody did wrong, I'm not going to. That was a good pick. I'll start looking right now. Okay. <laughs> we talked about Bruce Brody last episode pretty extensively. So let's just move on to uh, Josh Brown's second round pick. You took the Undertaker in round one. Who are you going to take in round two? Well, speaking of uh, Brody's tag team partner, I'm going to take Vader. Big Van oh, Vader. Vader. He was the highest left on my draft board. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead and speak on it. I mean, this is another guy that could get in the ring and beat the tar out of you and make it believable of who he was and what he could do. But at the same time, the guy could do a moonsault. He was he was over 400 pounds and could do a moonsault. I mean, that, not a lot of people can say they can do that. I mean... I, I was going to say, Mr. Hall can do that with you. He, he can. I've seen him do it. He, he can. I've seen, I've seen him do it, too. I'll let you take that pick back if you want to pick me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mr. Hall for the win. Blake Hall. <laughs> not Blake Hall. Vader. But no, the Whoa. thing is, is that Vader, I don't think, ever got... Um, Vader was one of those people that never got a fair shake in the WWF, though, in my opinion. Shawn Michaels. Probably not, because um, Shawn Michaels. It was Shawn Michaels. That's, and that's what I'm saying. I, like, I, if, if, I think he could have been a really good um, monster heel champion for some for people like Shawn and Taker to, to chase. And, of course, Shawn being Shawn back then didn't didn't allow that to happen. And I think that's kind of sad. Um, I, there, there could have been money made in that. But, again, I think Shawn well, Vader would have been a better match than Shawn Sid at Survivor Series that year. But, I mean... You know, it is what it is, though. It would have ended the same way with Sean stomping on his fucking face and spitting on him. Uh, Probably. Probably. But I, Vader will always be known to me from now on as the guy who Nate should have taken over Yokozuna in the greatest start of the 90s draft. Um, right. <laughs> he's a former <laughs> WCW champion, by the way. That's right. Three times. Flair. Uh... Tim, Canadian Tim, Vader, what do you scared, have to say about scared the shit out of me when I was a young lad. Not, not, much, more to, not much more to say than that. that was, he was one of them guys that, back when I was not wise to the uh, game of wrestling, I thought that guy was for real. And he came out and slapped the shit out of... As we just finished saying, he didn't care who was in, in the ring with him, which is part of the reason he never got a push in WWE, because he had one one speed, and that was destroyed. So, yeah. I love Vader. Nathan, do you have anything to say about him before we move along? I love, I love Vader. always liked Vader. Um, dude was a tank and stiff and never got the fair shake in WWE, like Josh said, but... Could have been the next big monster. 
that they needed. And, of course, had great feuds all over the world doing all kinds of stuff. So, uh, Vader, great pick. Well, we can move right along to Canadian Tim's second pick. Canadian Tim, who are you taking? You took Andre the Giant with your first collection. Yeah. You guys want a minute to sharpen up your pencils so you can start getting the jokes ready? Uh-oh. Luckily for you, I have a lead pencil. I All really right. do have a lead pencil in my hand right now, so go ahead. That's what your old lady told me. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, I will take with my second pick, Bam Bam Bigelow. Oh, that's a great pick. Yeah, we're but you haven't heard my, my I get a repeat pick, but so just hold on. But uh, yeah, I'll okay. take Bigelow, biggest uh, guy who, who, when I look at him, I go, there's just no way he should be able to do the shit he does. And yet he did all the time. Should have pushed way, way harder than he ever was. Although I guess he had some demons. Um, but yeah, I love to watch him in the ring. Great guy. Uh, yeah, great pick. I mean, he may have ended WrestleMania, so... Uh... Obviously, he was the best. But, uh, WrestleMania 11, another great WrestleMania. Go watch that one, too. Highly recommend it. <laughs> Nathan, what, what do you have to say what's about that, Bam Bam What's Bam that Bam one Bam that you're not supposed to watch? Uh, WrestleMania Bam. 3. Awful. Oh. <laughs> Heard that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Junkyard Dog making his way to the podcast. <laughs> Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. How do I mute my mic? I don't know what you're on. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow was always one of my favorites uh, in-ring big guys. Um, I wanted to take him, but I felt the big show was a better pick there in the second round. But I really wanted to take Bam Bam. He's a, he's a guy that I always liked and uh, gone way too soon. He was a member of the Triple Threat in ECW. Did some really cool stuff in WWE. Uh, could have been used better in probably every promotion he was in. Uh, just a guy with immense talent who could do so much. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow is a great pick in my opinion. He was always one of the best big men. Did that flying headbutt off the top rope and the greedy Smashbury Park. He was actually a bodyguard uh, for Bruce Springsteen, which is where that uh, finishing move comes from. Because that's the name of one of Bruce Springsteen's early albums. So, yeah, just a that's a solid pick in my opinion. Very solid. Josh, do you have anything to, to say about Bam and Bigelow? Just go watch a match with him and Taz, and you'll see how good he was. Like, seriously. Oh, yeah. I mean, him and Taz had three matches? Was it two or three? Two that I can name right off. Yeah. They probably had more than that. But, yeah, just go watch a match in ECW with him and Taz, and you'll see how good Bam Bam was. He got a good match out of a football player. I mean, that's, yeah. that's saying something. That's more than Jeff Jarrett can say. Are you talking about Mongo? Yeah, Mongo sucks. Oh, what do you know? Man, please don't take Mongo McMichael, Tim, please. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Please don't. Oh, man. He's my next pick. Okay, you guys are going to have to give me a couple seconds to scroll through a few more names now because... Blake Hall, are you back? Yeah, sorry. I had to see what that dog was barking at. You're good, man. Would you like to speak on Ben Bay Bigelow? Would you like to move right along? Bam Bam Bigelow. Did we did we pick him? Yeah, he got taken. Yeah, I'm just playing. He's six four, four hundred pounds, big son of a bitch. Can make anybody look good. No, I'm just playing. Uh, 
I but like, tell us how you really feel. I like the fact that he's just a good guy. I found this little tidbit of information on uh, an undisclosed website. It says that in 2000, he received second-degree burns on 40% of his body while rescuing three children from a burning house. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's, just, that's just a good guy. Fuck no, I, I want to make it. I want to make him my first pick now after you told me that. I, yes. I didn't uh, know that. And they didn't did cocaine, so. <laughs> Somebody else did something similar to that. Uh, Chris Masters. He, like, picked up a yeah. fucking tree. Yeah, I he heard that. He like, somebody. I think it was his mom was under a tree, trapped under a tree, and he picked the tree up. That's insane. Yeah, he did. Holy shit. This is fucking tree. <laughs> oh, That's man. Insane. Big Great pick, Tim. Let's move right along. Uh, round three is starting now. Tim, you have the first selection in round three. Who are you going to take off your Bam Bam Bigelow pick? I will take another B. I will take the big boss man with my third selection. Hey. Man. Another, another pick, man. Another, great, another, great. another guy, very believable in the ring, to carry the, uh, the Hulk Hogan's of the world to great matches, even... Uh, um, Fell off a scaffold, or wouldn't fall off a scaffold. I guess smartest guy that didn't take the tumble off the scaffold. Got to give him points for that. He, he went up. The, he did go up there, though. Yeah, but he was smart enough not to fucking fall, throw himself off it like the other idiots who almost all got hurt on it. For, and then he didn't get he didn't get paid, and that's why he ended up in WWF. Yeah. Uh, I love Big Boss Man. In the '80s, he was one of the biggest faces they had. He was getting popped to rival, I don't want to say to rival Hogan, but they were up there. Uh, he, he, he was getting some of the best reactions, uh, if you go back and watch during, during the 80s, uh, and did WBF. You, did you ever hear the story about him catching his hand in the cab there? I have not. He was, they were headed to the, the back entrance of the ring, and there was a bunch of fans, and they were uh, kind of getting swarmed in the car. And they, somebody accidentally slammed the uh, door on his hand, and he went total kayfabe with it, even though his hand was like totally fucked up. He just he just looked at the people like and didn't say a word and walked away, stone cold. Yeah, I guess it was, I guess it had to be there, but he, he he was so into the gimmick that he wasn't going to show anybody that that even hurt. He didn't find it anything. Yeah, that was during, uh, he did that multiple times. Actually, he did that once with Cornette whenever he was uh, Big Bubba Rogers. See the nerds know. He needs to watch the fucking car doors then, man. When you're that big, can't watch all the car doors. (laughs) My bad, but. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) I'm, uh, I'm starting to gain a little muscle, Blake. Can I be a big guy? Um, yeah. Yeah, you can. As long as you're at least 6'2", you can be a big guy. Uh, I... K-Fabe I am. Same with me. Hell yeah. I'm not 6'2", but I am. I think me and you are like the same height. We're 6'2". Exactly. According to cagematch.net, they have me listed at 6 foot 4. So you want to be my that. tag partner? And we'll be the big bitches. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I'm going to have a 
book it. All right. I thought maybe you would be the Appalachian tomorrow. <laughs> That sounds like something you would buy, like a Taco Bell or something. Like a food truck. All right, Big Boss Man taken off the board. Round three. Uh, Let's go ahead and move on to Josh's round three selection. You took Vader in round two. Who are you going to take in round three? He's going to go early, but I think think it's a good pick, which is why I'm going to go ahead and take it. And um, you all may think it's not. He's going super early, but I I really want him. I'm going to pick Rikishi. Oh, okay. Rikishi. Rikishi, for the small time that he was in the WWE, was one of the most over guys in the company, especially at the mid-card. I don't think he had a fair shake in the main event scene. I think they gave up on him way too easy with the with the Austin, um, the whole Austin getting run over thing, and they went, went with Triple H real quick with it. I did it for The Rock. I, I just, I, he, he wasn't <laughs> a great promo cutter, but he could work. And he, he had a, his gimmick was over with people. Him and Too Cool was like would get like some of the biggest pops in the night when their music would hit. And I, I just don't think the guy got a fair shake. But I, I think he's one of the, the best big men, like ever. That's why I'm taking him this early. I always enjoy him. I'm, I'm a big fan of Rikishi. Uh, what he's he's a very underrated worker too. His match with Val Venus at Holy Loader 2000 in the cage was fantastic. Absolutely. Give Mal Venus credit for taking the bump he took when, when Rikishi came off the cage onto him. Off the fucking so, cage. Yeah, yeah. So, it, it, props to both guys for that. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and let's not forget his very lengthy and memorable run in TNA as Junior Fatu. Um, he accomplished <laughs> pretty much everything that oh. is to accomplish in TNA. Uh, Junior Fatu, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to talk about that, he was—I mean, he was in the Head Shrinkers for years before they made him Rikishi. No, for nobody should forget about make a difference, uh, make a difference, Fatu. So. What we gonna do? I forget you all. I had a good pick. He was also the Sultan, in case you didn't know that. Oh, that's that's right. I forgot about that. You're welcome. Oh yeah, he uh, he, he, he wrestled did a job for the Rock. <laughs> yeah, didn't he wrestle at WrestleMania 13? Yep, had a very good match with the Rock, and that's all we're going to talk about. All right, who's got who's who's going to talk about Rikishi? <laughs> My turn. I go right ahead, Bubby. Josh, I got to ask you a serious question about Rikishi. Okay. Did you pick him for what he's done, or did you pick him for that thick ass? <laughs> thick Blake. with two C's, boys. We're talking triple thick. Milkshake at Hardy's. What's up? <laughs> can it not just be both? I mean, come on. Yeah, it can. It can definitely be both. As okay. long as you admit to. It's believe that when you go to, you go to the, the Speedway... You go get one of them fill wheel milkshakes, and you get to pick the thickness. You get more thick. That's what he's done. I'm done. Let, let's move on. Let's keep moving. We, we, got, we got a good pace going now, I believe. Blake Hall, round three. You took Bruiser Brody in round two. Who are you going to take it with your round three selection? Well, I've actually got somebody 
on my list at number five and six that both have not been taken yet. But I think I'm going to skip the one at five and go with the one at six here because I'd rather have him. I'm, I'm pretty excited to get him. Killer Kowalski. Awesome pick. Awesome pick. Oh, uh, if, if, somebody, if somebody just wants yep. to go ahead and just name everyone that he's trained, we can go ahead and end the podcast with that. Yeah, sure. that league. Well. Go ahead and speak to uh, Kill Kowalski. Uh, just to name a couple, Triple H, Frankie Kazarian. Uh, but, I mean, he he's known for being the dangerous hill. He... I, I can't remember the guy's name. Something Eric. He ripped his ear off with a knee drop on accident. It was a complete accident. You know, he, he called him up, told him he was sorry and all this. Came and saw him in the hospital. And they were laughing about it together. And the press got a hold of this and bent it and made it look like he came to the hospital and was laughing at the guy whose ear he just ripped off. That was, what that a was, dick. That was Yukon Eric up in Montreal. I was relying on you to remember that. I know. I came through for you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, he injured Jack Dempsey with a gut punch, and they bent that into Hill Heat as well. He's had over 40 titles, and he was, a little bit of trivia, the first person to pin Andre the Giant in North America. Hell yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know it either until like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Wiki. It's What's uh, Wiki. I uh, I'm glad that you you're just you know uh, you're not embarrassed of doing Wikipedia because because me I don't know shit about most of these guys so I just like I said I just go to Josh and Nate I go like, oh, say something please experts. That's how you learn, man. Any, you can bullshit with the best of them. Kill like, I'm going to remember all this information. So this is how you learn. Uh, does anyone want to speak on Kill Kowalski before we move on? Kowalski oh, was such an... He, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. The age before beauty. Somebody's fucking go. Jesus Christ. He's a big son of yeah. Kowalski yeah, was uh Kowalski was an old school guy who who was definitely hard-nosed and you know, because of his name Kowalski back when he wrestled just the name alone was enough to get you heat because of just that that heritage that he had I believe he was a uh, Polish if I'm not mistaken and that was a big to do uh, in terms of the way it was booked up in the Northeast um, I, one thing I will say is he holds a special place in my heart because he was the man that gave the name to Triple H, Terra Rising. So thank you, Killer Kowalski, for that. He also trained Perry Saturn, so that's another another guy. Hmm. Perry Saturn's underrated, man. Agreed. I, Absolutely I agreed. Saturn. Tim, would, did you want to speak on Killer Kowalski? Yeah, I'm good. I, excellent pick. No, no we'll, hey. we'll move right along to uh, to Nathan's uh, third selection, round three. Who are you taking, Nathan? Redheaded stepchild of the uh, greatest wrestling fantasy draft. Um, with this pick, I'm surprised. We mentioned him earlier, and I'm surprised nobody took him. I'm going to take Stan Hansen. I figured that's um, Dude was a beast, a monster, and that lariat, my goodness. 
just take somebody's head off. I always thought Stan Hansen was one of the most legit tough guys you'd ever meet, and I had the pleasure of meeting him, being on a, uh, working a show that he was on, and he's still a, a horse now. If you ever shake his hand, it's like shaking hands with like a hubcap or a car tire. It's just massive hands, and Stan Hansen, legit tough guy, big dude, and one of the best to do it. Could cause a riot. Him and Brody had some great matches, um, so I'm going to take Stan Hansen here with my third pick. Stan Hansen, one of the uh, the greatest finishers of all time, with that lariat. Uh, I believe you you won that draft, uh, Nathan. That's right, I did. Because because of the lariat. Uh, uh, Stan Hansen is a great pick. Uh, does anyone want to speak on Stan Hansen? Yeah, uh, I shook his hand as well at that same show, and he whimpered like a scalded dog and told me I was a tough son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, fair enough. I have shaken your hand as well, and uh, yeah, it, it usually doesn't go well for me. I usually have to ask for double pay for working injured that night, whenever I do. Stan uh, Hansen is a great pick. Uh, what, you have back-to-back picks, Nathan. You want to go ahead and take your round four for us? Oh, I do. I do. It's round four, and Yokozuna is coming off the board, boys. Here's the pick, round four like last time, Yokozuna. The 500-pound Japanese guy who was actually Samoan, and he could move with the best of them. Throw that thrust kick, belly-to-belly suplex. Yokozuna with that great leg drop, the bonsai. He was over like Rover, main invented WrestleManias. You can't tell me Yokozuna doesn't belong here. I'm taking Yokozuna. Nathan, it sounds like that should have been like your first pick. You were no, so emphatic no, no, I'm proving a point. Well, no, we, I told you that it was accessible in this draft. I, you're not proving anything to me. I told you that. I'm proving it. It was just a terrible fucking pick in the 90s draft. <laughs> off. Completely off. You can't rebound from it. It's just, you can't. You can't it rebound from it. It was shit then, it's shit now. <laughs> but it's accessible in this draft. I'm not even going to give you the time of fucking day. Blake Hall, round four, who are you taking? <laughs> The host has spoken. I'm sorry, Nathan. Um, I'm going to go Terry Gordy. Terry Gordy. Oh, man, man. Good pick. That's a great pick, actually. I forgot Love about him. Terry Gordy. Uh, you know, he's all over the southern United States. He's, he's all over Japan. I'm scrolling through his list of accomplishments right now, and if I sat here and read these, we'd be here all day. Um, him and Michael well, Hayes. Well, go ahead. What's that, pal? I said you have for everyone else. You might as well go ahead. Oh, okay. I see how it's going to be. I'm done. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> go ahead. Just like, and just like that, Blake drafted the Executioner. Stop trying to get the heat on him. He got the heat on me. I don't know what he needed to get the heat on you. Yeah, but he's like, he's allowed. Josh, since uh, Blake doesn't want to expand on his pick with Terry Gordy, let's go ahead and move on to round four. I I have a hankering for a hamburger and a steak. So let's go (laughs) so I can get to this cookout. (laughs) Josh Bradley Um, taking round four. I'm going to take Mark Henry. You bastard. Oh, fantastic. I'm going to take Mark Henry. You've upset Tim. 
I, I'm sorry. Sorry, Tim. Not really, but uh, I mean, guy Hall of Fame, world champion. He had like a run there that was. I mean, he was the most yeah. like he was the most over guy when it came to getting heat. Uh, at the time with that Hall of Fame gimmick, and he should have beat John Cena at Money in the Bank to become the WWE champion, but again, we had to have Super Cena. So, I mean, it's Mark Henry. He's been there for years, like, what, over 20 years now, right? He signed with the company in 96. Uh, Shouldn't there be a... uh, Shouldn't Casey be getting mad right about now? Shouldn't this Mark Henry, isn't he the jobber who took your uh, greatest, you know, strongest man thing? Take that from yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he's he's the world's strongest man. I'm the strongest man alive. Ah, it's, it's different. Oh. It's different. Slightly different. But uh, uh, Mark Henry, I was waiting for somebody to take him. Uh, I think that's an absolute steal, Josh. Uh, Legitimately, at one point, the the strongest drug-free athlete in the entire on the entire. And that's. And you gotta love a guy called Sexual Chocolate. He's in the Nation exactly. of Domination too. He had I mean, he's been real. Child. He had a beautiful child with uh, with May Young. I uh, wonder how he's doing now. <laughs> oh God! Exactly my point. He's been relevant since he got there. Oh, I, I'm blanking on the name of it, but there's this video. It's not wrestling related, but it's strongman related. Like, do you know the, the the name of the dumbbell that he was the first person to shoulder? It was like the Thomas dumbbell or something like that. Oh man, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it. Hold on, I'm searching. It's uh, it, it's a dumbbell. I think it's like 160 pounds, which doesn't sound that impressive, but the it's... the grip on it. Go ahead. Sorry, it's the, the top Thomas inch. inch. Yeah, dumbbell. All right. Uh, it, it's just massive. If you watch that video on YouTube, he was the first person ever to to uh, pretty much hang clean it or clean it and press it over his over, on his shoulder. It was incredible. Uh, it, that he, I love Mark Henry. I'm a Mark Henry fan. Fan. When I, back when I was making YouTube videos in like 2010, Mark Henry was my my YouTube background. Uh, so I'm a huge Mark Henry fan. Love him. Uh, does anyone have anything to say about Mark Henry? Because I can go on all day. That's what I do. My favorite. Line, I got a lot left in the tank. My my favorite line of Mark Henry's was, "I'm gonna whoop you like you stole something." <laughs> <laughs> That's always oh, wow. stuck with me. I think good. I heard that in like 2012, and I that I, I, that's what I think of. I, I absolutely love Mark Henry. Uh, somebody's gonna get the wig split. Is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> to Tim, how you yes, doing, sir. buddy? We're doing well, sir. Thanks for inquiring. You have your round four selection coming up. Who are you gonna take? Oh, I, I, I have it, and this one this should get some conversation going. Just. Uh, because I've never met a man who could wield a fork better than Nate Bush, except for Abdullah the Butcher. Abdullah the Butcher. We, uh, in our never signed a WWE draft, he did not get uh, selected. I was a little shocked by that, but we all uh, agreed that he's a piece of shit. Yep. So, I'm okay with it. Yeah, that's... Abdullah- that's kind of the understanding, isn't it? That he's kind of a dickhead, eh? 
Yep. Well, I mean, know. anybody that knowingly has hepatitis and goes into the ring and blades, yeah, that's what you des- That's what you deserve. Beatings upon beatings. I hate Abdullah the Butcher. Uh, I, I, I hate everything. He, I hate everything he stands for. Uh, I can't believe he was actually inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. But with that being said, he has a legacy in professional wrestling as being one of the scariest sons of bitches. Uh, him and his matches, the original Sheik, brutal. Um, some of the bloodiest matches you'll ever see. And I mean, now now we know that he he gave everyone hepatitis in that match, but they were brutal. All right, so we can overlook a little little uh, venereal disease. All right. Uh, oh my God. Absolutely the butcher. Uh, I'm not a fan of him. Oh, I'm not, e- I'm not either. I just, you know, that's easier. You want to talk about a guy that everybody knows, for good or for bad, at the end. That's how you, that's how you lose the draft, pal. Now everybody's not going to vote for you. They're going to be like, that's I hate that <laughs> that's, that's okay. <laughs> you, you, hate missed, that you missed earlier when I told, when I let everybody know that I was getting paid for this gig, so I didn't really care if I won or not. Oh, okay. Two two mm. bucks, two two American dollars. How much is that worth in Canada? Forty-eight fifty. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So you know, <laughs> well, let's uh, let's let's go ahead and get this this final round started because now I'm having a hankering for a bratwurst um, <laughs> and and some banana pudding. Tim, you yes, have uh, you have another you have another pick. Are you going to continue the trend of taking people with uh, three-word names? Because every, every oh, guy you've taken so far, <laughs> you've taken someone with three-word names. Oh, well, hold on. Let me, let me look. <laughs> no, actually, I hadn't, planned, I hadn't planned on doing that, but that's, I wish I would have spotted that sooner. Um, <laughs> only, you would, would, only you would notice that, but uh, kudos. Uh, I'm going to well, take I'm with writing my, them down. I'm going to take with my last pick. I'm going to save you a little bit of trouble. Only one word. I'm going to go. Oh no! Fuck no! I can do it with three. The Ugandan giant. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I'm just putting Kamala on the board, but I, I appreciate the effort. <laughs> I'm so yeah, happy that I'm going to put theme music in this episode. <laughs> I don't remember the rock and the rock the rock You don't remember that? Okay. Uh, Kamala, I bought his book. I bought a signed copy of his book last year. Well, I guess two years ago now, um, to help him with his his foot amputation surgery bill, whatever, whatever it was. Uh, it was a great book. If you if you're into wrestling books, I I recommend it highly. Uh, Kamala's autobiography. Um, it doesn't sound like it would be be any good, but it's it's amazing. Um, there's, there's some of the stories in there. I'm not going to give any away because you can go buy the fucking book and support uh, starving artists, pieces of shit. Um, <laughs> some of the outtakes of Mean Gene interviewing him are the funniest fucking thing. Oh god, they're hilarious. They're hilarious. They are some of the funniest things in professional wrestling that I've ever seen. Friday. I wonder if you could get him to put this. I know. Is that that means I missed interviews in St. Louis? Right. Is not that what that means, Friday? That that he missed interviews in St. Louis when he should have been there. It was on the booking sheet. He missed interviews. <laughs> Come here. 
No, I'm not there. kidding. Come here, Friday. Come, come here. Come on in here. Yes. Friday, uh, you're kayfabe. Come here. <laughs> right, sure. You speak of the language. Uh, Kamala, what's this shit about uh, you missing uh, interviews in St. Louis? I want I want an honest answer here. I'm going to confront you. I'm just like, uh, what's his name, Walter Cron Cron Cronkite. <laughs> uh, I don't speak English, and I can't read English, so I missed the interview. Yeah, well, that, uh, I thought we had it, though. It was written up uh, in Swahili by James Barnett. I thought you would have got the goddamn message. This is ridiculous. When you're supposed to be in St. Louis for interviews, what the hell are you doing sitting on your ass in some goddamn hotel over in Ipswich, Illinois? Uh, I do a little funky funky. Oh, okay. That's a very good. That's, that's real good. Okay. Good, yes. We're going to be right back after this. Thank you, Kamala. And good Friday. Uh, but I, I, I love that pick. I love Kamala. Everyone's taking my taking my uh, my babies in in this draft, and it, it, it does my heart good. Does anybody have anything to say about the Ugandan Giants? Good old Sugar Bear Harris. What a pick. That, <laughs> that was uh, – I, look, Kamala was good. I always liked Kamala. He was entertaining, funny, uh, and good, just good stuff. But he was actually pretty darn scary, too, if you look at him. Oh, um, absolutely. Sorry. I was just wondering what's so funny and scary about him, Nathan. As WWE used him in later years, he got more so entertaining than he did scary. Because, I mean, the gimmick's kind of racist in itself. I'm just wondering about you now. I don't know, man. You no. thinking he's funny or scary. I just, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, oh, when, whenever he came I'm talking about the 70s here. There was no such thing as... Nobody even thought about that kind of stuff back then, except black. Uh, when when he came back, I can't remember what year it was. He came back with like Eugene, and did some stuff with him. I thought that was entertaining as all get out. And uh, I'm a huge Kamala Mark. I had his uh, Legends figure as a kid, and my dog chewed it up, and now it's worth like a hundred ten dollars. Fucking dog. Don't forget about the Gimmick Battle Royal. Oh yeah, the Gimmick Battle Royal. That's a good one. What do, what do you want me to say about that? We already spoke on that a few times. No, I love Kamala. If no, if no one has anything else to say, we'll move on to Josh's last selection. Round five, Josh, who you got? Well, my last pick is going to be a guy that I feel was gone way too soon and had such potential to do great things. And for the small time that he was there, he did do some great things. He had a great match with John Cena oh, at the Rumble. Jerk. I'm taking Umaga. Yeah, he was on my list. No joke, he was number four on my list. Number Umaga four. Was, Umaga was one oh. of those guys that was like Rikishi. He was quick. He was agile. He could move. Um, and he, he was horrifying. As a kid, he was horrifying. You know, if it, well, not well. I was 14, 15 when that when that when he his gimmick started, but for a small child, he he would have been absolutely horrifying for them. Um, he, he didn't talk. He had a guy, and let's not forget Armando. Alejandro, listen to me. Yeah, and he had a great he had a great mic guy who could hype him up, but he could, he could deliver in the ring in a match. So I'm taking Umaga. We're taking Umaga. I, I love him. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Did you say, Mr. King, that you would have taken him fourth? Did I hear that I, right? If I if I was drafting, I wouldn't have. But when I made my my uh, my draft pool, he oh, was right. uh, he was number one on my list. It was gonna pay me. Was, 
It was going to pain me greatly to ask you if you'd been in the meth or something, but okay. No, <laughs> yeah, no, I was no, also going to ask that. And in Ashland, Kentucky, uh, it, it probably defines someone who hasn't been in the meth. But I have not been, so that's good. Good, good for uh, you. Me, me and Bobby Blaze still kicking the strong. Uh, Nothing but beers. Blake Hall. Hey, Bobby. We talking about Umanga still? Yes, sir, after the... The drumming that Triple H took last week from Umanga, I mean, he's no no condition to perform tonight. Against who? Umanga. You mean Umaga. That's exactly it, sir. Umanga, yes. Big Samoan fellow. Funny hair. Well, if you want to, you can go ahead and ask Umanga. Umanga. I love, I love William Regal. Umanga! <laughs> Is it my turn, my pick? Yeah, if you go ahead. Last pick, round five. Last pick. Oh man, it's hard to pick. Uh, I gotta get some popularity points. I really want to go with my number nine overall pick, but I gotta go with number ten here, Sergeant Slaughter. All right, great pick. That's another one that I wasn't sure if he was gonna get taken or not, but he was absolutely a big man. Gotta get some popularity points. Uh, the other guy I had, I'll tell you after the draft is over, but man. He, he just wasn't as well-known, I don't think. But this is going to get me some popularity points. Uh, you know, his whole gimmick with the Iraqi sympathizer shit in 1991, I think. I don't have it pulled up. Uh, it was late 1990, was, early 91. Okay, thanks. Uh, that was a quick Google. Quick Google. What a, uh, what a company uh, I don't he have, was. I don't have to Google that. <laughs> nah, but he's, that, he's that was a, crazy. He's a that was crazy. He I got. am indeed. <laughs> that uh, was nuclear heat. It, it, every time he comes back now, uh, he just gets the biggest pop. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, I, I was never too invested in Sergeant Slaughter. Of course, I wasn't watching during his heyday. But when he would come back, he, he's done countless things over the years with with, uh, with WWE and doing spots in Sergeant Slaughter boot camp with, with all the... Uh, about the divas and trainees and all that, but uh, I, I, even now you can tell how popular he was back back in the day. I mean, well, you want to talk about the ultimate company employee? Yeah, we, we'd like you to uh, become an Iraqi sympathizer while our country is at war with that country. Yeah, uh, you you okay with that? Yeah, sure, no problem. Oh, the, guy was, I mean, the guy wow. was the G.I. Joe cut. Yeah, and on top of it, to, to, to flip from the from the other part of that to the, the Iraqi sympathizer. Wow. It's, yeah, it's it's ridiculous how it got over, too. Like, And then they took that and propelled him into the Hulk Hogan feud. The biggest babyface versus, yeah. at the time, in my opinion, the biggest deal. As you say, Hogan must pose. That's right. Oh, let's uh, let's go ahead and move on. Nathan Bush, the last um, pick in the entire. Mister Irrelevant. Um, the guy I'm going to take. I was going to take. I was going to take Ernie Ladd, but I'm. I've changed my mind at the midnight hour here. The last pick of the draft. I'm going to go with is King Kong Bundy. Because Bundy was one of those guys who, he had the record for years of the shortest match at WrestleMania when he beat SD Jones. 
He main evented WrestleMania two with Hulk Hogan. Had a great run with him. The famous five count. You know, I don't beat I don't beat my opponents by count to three. You count to five. Had the the big match at WrestleMania three. Uh, his later run in WWE, maybe not the uh, most spectacular run. I know his match with uh, Undertaker wasn't exactly fantastic, but Bundy was always a big draw, and he was a great big guy. He could move. He had Heenan as the manager. And Bundy was really the first guy that you ever really noticed uh, that had that very distinct look. Because if you looked at him, you say, oh, man, that dude can hurt people. Um, and he had that bald head, clean-shaven face, uh, just a big monster and always had good matches when he was working and they treated him like a, a monster heel and he was Nate, and he did a great job Nate Bush? Yes uh, What Wrestlemania did uh, King Kong Bundy uh, body slam Casey King and then splash him? What WrestleMania 40, 44 No, didn't he, didn't he do it to a midget? <laughs> <laughs> that was WrestleMania 3, wasn't it? Was it two or three where he body slammed the midget? It wasn't two. Two he main evented. Must have been three then. Yeah, I think it was three. King Kong's one <laughs> rounding out the draft. Are we able to change picks? Absolutely not. Ah, oh, come on. Oh, well. Nope. But you can mention them in the honorable mentions that we're going to start right now, Josh, if you want to go ahead and start that out. Okay. Um, I want to know why no one took Dusty Rhodes. It's not a big man. Yeah, he's not a big man. He's not a big man. though? he didn't work like a big man. Nobody took Hulk Hogan either. So if 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 Dusty's a big man, Hogan is a big man. He's not a great worker, but he's a big man. Most wrestlers are big men. Nathan agreed with me with Dusty Rhodes. I'm just saying. Well, Nathan's like taking him then. Oh no, no. Well, I mean, I agree. I should have taken him. But I didn't really think about him. He doesn't have three names. Who would want him? <laughs> the American, the American dream. dream. Oh, shit. There you go. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Should have taken him. How about Big Daddy V? How about Don Leo Jonathan? How about uh-huh. Crusher Jerry how about Blackwell? How about Big, Big Daddy? Daddy. Kevin Nash. Yeah, Why Kevin Nash? Kevin Nash? Because I've watched his match, and that's what put me to sleep. Nobody, you know... For a guy who was pretty popular, he doesn't seem to have much of a following in the in the I don't know what you want to call it, the internet wrestling community or with actual wrestlers. They don't seem to really care for him that much. Talking about Kevin Nash. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, because... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say the cruiserweights can cruiserweight, brother, but. Oh, uh... You want to talk about Vanilla Midget? He started the whole thing. Yeah. He's a dick, though. I think that's yeah, why Ernst, people don't like him is because he's got the whole stigma where he's made friends with the higher-ups in the company, and now you know he gets to come on and do his whole thing. I don't know. It's, they had that Raw. Uh, was it in the... It was like a 25th anniversary of Raw or something, and he got to come out. and I don't know. It felt really contrived. Like, it wasn't what the people wanted to see. It was what Triple H wanted to see kind of thing. Now, the pop, he got, the pop he got at the 2011 Rumble when he came out as Diesel was pretty cool. That was a pretty solid yeah. pop. But yeah. then three years later, he comes out of Pittsburgh at the 2014 Rumble, and the pop was not as big. He wasn't Diesel. 
one uh, one person I'm going to throw out as an honorable mention is uh, Awesome Kong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I thought someone would take her in round five just to uh, Kong maybe. Different. Yeah. The Awesome Kong going. About uh, Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah. We yeah. Never that, that, I had him on my list. I just never. I didn't. I didn't draft him. Maybe. Maybe a little too far back there for a lot of people. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, uh, I mean, you got to you got to keep in mind who who the target audience is. Most of them are, are newer fans. Well, the wrestling. Might... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say for the wrestling historians out there, the greatest English draw of all time, Big Daddy. That was a guy who was a huge draw over in England way back when. He was the probably he was basically the Hulk Hogan of England. Uh, if you look yeah, at history. Um, well, him and Haystacks, Calhoun. Yep, Haystacks. And then there was um, over in Japan. Nobody took. I don't know if you guys mentioned it. Giant Baba. Yeah, we took Baba. We we did not. He was on my list though. Um, well, and Antonio Inoki, another guy who's huge. Blake, you said you I, wanted to mention somebody that you were going to take. Um, yeah, uh, right after I said that, I think it was Nathan that said he had Ernie Ladd down. That was the other one that I was. Oh. Gotcha. Conflicted with. The big cat, Ernie Ladd. I'm six foot nine and I cover the ground I walk on. Bundy, you done dumb yourself out of position. <laughs> I love Ernie Ladd. Ernie Ladd stories are great. I love the one where, it, he, it, where he headlocked the guy in the corner and then just told him, We're not going to move until you settle down. <laughs> yeah. I think probably my favorite. I think one of my favorite Ernie Ladd stories was whenever. Uh, he told the promoter how much money he was going to be making that night, and the promoter wouldn't give it to him. So he grabbed his bags, walked out, walked around the ring, waved to the crowd, and then left. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved him in The Wrestler, too. Um, he, he was great in The Wrestler. His return yeah, at the uh, – um, I can't remember what I was going to say now. Ah, uh, fuck it. Let's go to, let's go to some plugs. Nathan Bush. New Goldberg. You could have took Goldberg in this episode, too. But why? I'm surprised no one took Braun Strowman. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, if, if we were doing this draft, like, five years down the road, we could have people like Big E, Elgin, Strowman. Yeah. Those those guys would probably make the list. You'd probably see guys like Punishment Martinez, too. Yeah. No Baron Corbin, though. No, fuck him. Yeah, Baron Corbin would be yeah. here. Second guys, it's Blake Hall, Blake sure. Hall, more Blake Hall, and followed by my fifth pick, Blake Hall. Man, you guys, that's, not, that's, what, you should be. that's what it should have went down. Maybe Bobby Blaze in there somewhere. Maybe it's my fourth pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's get some, let's get some plugs. Josh, plug your shit. No, you want me to plug my shit? Okay, well you can find us on YouTube, Modern Day Masterpiece, my movie review show. We continue to do reviews every single week. Usually on Fridays, they're uploaded of the uh, week's releases. Uh, you can also check us out on the ASW DVD, uh, where we commentate matches such as Blake Hall and Casey King. And uh, that's all I got. That's all you got, Tim? How about you? Plug your shit. WideManCan'tJump.com. Check out the Twitter. I think I don't even know what the Twitter is. Nate, what's the Twitter? At Wide Jump. And I am at, at Tomman68 on the tweeting machine. Check us out there. Uh, Blake Hall, you want to plug anything? 
Um, I'm not very active on Twitter, but I have one. It's at the real Blake Hall because there's fake Blake Halls out there. Um, find me on Facebook. Uh, if I get more active in the wrestling community, then I'm going to start an athletic an athlete page on Facebook. So when I do that, I'm going to be sharing it on my my personal Facebook, and then probably deleting a lot of people. Um, so. Add me for now, but you won't be there forever. <laughs> you need to you need to get your Kentucky license. We'll make some pounds, Bulls. I know, Bulls. It's hard because um, you can also find me at Toyota from 5.15 to 3 a.m. every day, Monday through Friday. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. That's a solid gig. But, uh, it is a good gig. Okay. It's a solid paying gig, I imagine. So should, nobody shouldn't. It be pays really, really good. Yeah. So fuck you, other guys. You can find <laughs> me at KYKCKing on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, you can use coupon code KYKC on CarlinElbowBrand.com. Save ten percent off your order. Uh, you can use code King20 on Dent Barbell Nutrition to save twenty percent off your order on there. Um, I think that's it. A <laughs> Muslim backpack. I've never once used them, but Muslim backpacks, you can save 10% by using coupon code KYKC on there as well if you want a backpack. But, uh, Nathan, if you want to go ahead and uh, plug all the shit that you usually plug, please. All right. Well, you can find me on Twitter at YokoLoverHeart.org. No, uh, you can find me at MMITM Nathan on Twitter. And, of course, as Tim said, at YJump. Uh, listen to Wide Men Can't Jump. We're actually doing a special tonight on uh, the AEW uh, show over the weekend. No, 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 Tim and no. I are going to talk it's about gonna it. It's going to be about my no, no, no. It's going to be about my new best friend Blake Hall because I like well, my best. Hey. And by the way, all and, of you all are welcome to Casey call Kate. in. All of you all are welcome to call into that as well. So, uh, but we're going to be talking about that. And of course, we got the new shows coming up with the NBA Finals going on. So everybody check that out. And uh, WideMeanCanJump.com. And, uh, and then here, this show, the greatest wrestling fantasy draft to ever live. Check us out. We're on iTunes podcast, or we're on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and uh or actually no fuck Stitcher. We're not on Stitcher. We're on iTunes, yes. we're on Google Play, we're on TuneIn Radio. Uh, and SoundCloud. And SoundCloud. Check us out. So greatest fantasy wrestling draft ever living. Go on our Facebook page and vote for who you think won this uh draft. All right. All right. Uh the weekly uh fuck you of the week to superstar Billy Graham. Yeah. Superstar uh, Billy Graham, <laughs> honorable mention Abdullah the Butcher. Yes. Yeah, no Jock Samson in there anywhere? Well, you know, that's a sore subject for me right now. <laughs> Casey King let's, was robbed. Let's not bring that up. I was robbed, damn it. I had him pinned one, two, three. Okay. I, I saw, saw the match. I saw the footage. I watched it on YouTube. Uh, yeah, in fact, I think you got fucked there, my friend. Man, piss me off. Piss me and off. And make sure you come to... Make sure you join uh, ASW on June 29th as Casey King is in the semifinals of the ASW Heavyweight Title Tournament to crown a new oh, champion. So come you, and see. Uh, Mr. Mr. King, what, do, you, do you have merchandise, sir? I have a little bit less, yes. Oh, okay. I, I might have to inquire about some of your merchandise, yes. You can slide on into my DMs. <laughs> oh, right. Yes. 
<laughs> Enjoy that shipping. I'm, I'm not going to plug that ASW show because then I'll have to, then I'll have to plug every show I'm on in June, and that was. Well, wow, I'm plugging it because Josh and I host the ASW podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nathan again, always again. plugs it. But uh, Nathan always plugs the quote it. I was going to end with this week was actually superstar Billy Graham. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. We good? Anybody else have anything to add? Uh, the outro music this week is by Jim Johnson. It is Mark Henry's sexual chocolate entrance theme. So everybody enjoy that. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy it. All right. We, we will we will get out of here. We're recording this on Memorial Day, so I hope everyone had a happy Memorial Day. And remember, we are the men with the uh, fuck. I fucked up the I fucked up the quote. Hold on. <laughs> fuck you, saw Billy Graham. Yeah, I think uh, I think quote that Abdul the butcher really... instead. These eggs are too runny. Let, all right, let me find a different one. <laughs> I think let me find he a said different. Raptors in six, didn't he? You know, I was, was that... actually gonna say that when we, when he was talking about the finals, he was gonna say Raptors in six. <laughs> But uh, all right, here's one. Here's one. We snack on danger and dine on death. Thanks for listening, everyone. It's sexual, and I want to give it all to you. Yeah, right on. I'm right here for you. I know it's gonna be good to you. Yeah, and I'll tell you why, baby. Cause I have to show you how I really feel, baby. Gonna give it all to you. I'm on fire. Cause I know it's just you and I. Well, I hope.